Welcome to the Real Life Discipleship Podcast, where the conversation about discipleship is always real for real people in real life. Welcome back. This is Lance Wigton. I'm the Communications Director here at Real Life Ministries. And once again, I'm with my uh, good friend and senior pastor, Jim Putman, uh, who is the lead pastor here at Real Life Ministries. And we're on the topic of discipleship. And, you know, Jim, uh, this week, uh, or this series that you're preaching about is about how emotions can uh, take over our lives and and cause us to do things behavior wise that we don't want us to do, and it made me think uh, about how this plays in discipleship. Uh, when I listened to the series, though the, your sermon, it made me think: Are are you asking us to suppress our emotions? And being a disciple of Jesus, is that something that we should do? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, uh, Remember, I used a graph this last week that talked about how uh, a child is born on planet Earth, Mm -hmm. uh, but they're broken. Uh, We have the sin nature and we're handed to a family or to somebody whose job is to kind of tell us where we came from, what life is about. And biblically speaking, the role of a parent is to point them to their need for Jesus and help them discover what does it look like to live in the light? What are the right mm-hmm. behaviors? What are the right ways of living according to scripture that that bring us peace with God and peace with others? And what Jesus did because we had failed it and because we're broken. But now, you know, the Holy Spirit can come into your life and start to heal some of those things. But we, we talked about how um, the family provides experiences that lead to belief systems. Um, And then belief systems lead to emotions and then emotions lead to behaviors. So we we put all that together. And one of the things I said in the series is that we live in a culture right now that is, uh, Ravi Zacharias made a quote, and I'll probably mess this up a little bit, but he said, we live in a time when people are listening through their eyes Mm -hmm. and they're thinking through their feelings. Mm. We live in a time when emotions and feelings dictate truth, Mm -hmm. almost like there's no objective truth outside of yourself. So however you feel, whatever you think, that's your set of rules and that's what you should be doing. Follow your heart. uh, Do what makes you feel good. And in a sense, what they're saying is there's no objective truth. There's only subjective truth. And what determines your subjective truth is what you think and feel. Mm -hmm. And we live in a world where feelings are the most important thing. And so my point in the message was when you, when you have a, a feeling, a thought, kind of a mixture of the two, uh, for, for we live in a world that says that's your truth, live it out. Mm-hmm. As Christians, we know we're broken. We know we are living in a broken world that's constantly enticing us, luring us, deceiving us. And we don't even lean on our own understanding. Proverbs tells us that we don't trust our own understanding. We lean not on our understanding, but in all our ways we acknowledge him. Scripture says your heart, which is the biblically the seat of your emotion, the seat of your will and intellect, is, is the most deceitful of all things. Mm-hmm. And you can't trust it. So what I'm saying is when I have a feeling, I'm not saying suppress it. I'm saying identify it, monitor it. Uh, not not just monitoring our behaviors, 
you know, I'm behaving in this way. Mm-hmm. No, I'm feeling something that's going to lead to my behaviors. And before I act on it, I ought to I, I monitor it, identify it, think through it and test it according to truth. What mm-hmm. does God's word say? It, it, because the, God's word was given as a light to our path. The Holy Spirit moves inside of us to help us discern truth from lies, darkness from light. Mm-hmm. And to to go, no, I'm not just going to act. The Bible says one of the fruits of the Spirit is, is uh, self-control. Before I act, which can be, if I don't, I've just given to my feelings and my own thoughts, my own false perceptions, my own lack of understanding of what why somebody else is doing what they're doing. I start to have feelings about that. Mm-hmm. And it's incomplete knowledge that I'm working off of. It's it's feelings that are broken. And if I just act, I hurt myself. I, I ruin the reputation of God. I need to wait a minute and go, wait a second. I need to compare what I'm feeling or thinking to God's word. Mm-hmm. I need to ask myself, what am I really believing about this? Is, is that true? So I'm not saying suppress it. I'm saying, think about it. Hold on a second. Test it. Is it true? Just because I feel it doesn't make it true. What does God say about it? And I and I think through it. I identify it. I work through it rather than just acting on it. Well, uh, I got to tell you, that just feels overwhelming because, you know, if we're talking about being a disciple, uh, that means our our uh our natural frame of reference is we're in the middle of a conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we are disciple being discipled by God. We are disciples. We're talking to other people. We're trying to disciple them. Mm-hmm. And then it feels like, you know, they have their feelings, thinking, emotions, the, uh, you know, their actions, and they're having a conversation with you about other relationships mm-hmm. that they're having. They're having a conversation with you about something. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, I'm dealing with my emotions trying to think about do everything you just said and in real time while this person's waiting for a response i feel like i'm sitting in front of the bomb and i'm trying to figure out if it's the blue wire or the red <laughs> wire but the time's ticking down yeah, that's and, great and analogy. I, I just know that uh i messed up by myself you know when i'm alone and i'm abiding and I'm, and god's doing business with me uh, that i messed up and i'm and i feel like i'm going to make the wrong decision cut the right wrong wire and really hurt this person all while the it's counting down because we're in the middle of a conversation what what, yes. what do you what do you do with that yeah i i would say first as you are uh, growing in christ you're abiding in his word Mm-hmm. Uh, you're hiding his word in your heart that you might not sin against God. Mm-hmm. As you're becoming more and f- more familiar with the word of God and then testing your own feelings and thoughts based on the word of God and then going, wait a minute, this thing that I believed is not true mm-hmm. or this feeling I used to live by anger or whatever, that's not the right way to behave. Mm-hmm. You start working through things yourself you're in your abiding relationship. Now, as you go to your church life, your home life, your work life, uh, and you're interacting, mm-hmm. Uh, because you've wrestled with some of this yourself, uh, you're, you're, you're listening differently. Mm-hmm. So when a husband is feeling uh, betrayed mm-hmm. by his wife or angry at his wife or whatever, you're, you're, you're sensing he, that it, he's having feelings, strong feelings. And you're asking, oh, what, are, what are those feelings telling you to do? Well, I'm, I'm going to leave my wife, let's say. Mm-hmm. Okay, well... First of all, let me let me ask you some questions. Let's look at your behavior for a minute. Does God's word tell you leaving your wife is the right thing to do? Mm-hmm. 
Well, no. What does God's word say? That I ought to forgive or I ought to pursue, deal with conflict. I have to have conversations. Uh, Your emotions in dealing with your wife up to this point. Have you been angry? Have you been indifferent? Uh, Have you stonewalled? Have you, is that, you're having problems. Your emotions are driving your behaviors with your wife. What does God's word want you to do? Does he want you to give into your own understanding? Well, my parents did this. My parents did that. I know. Hold on. I'm not asking what your parents did. What does God's word want you to do? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm angry. Okay, you're angry. What's making you angry? Let's start talking about what's making you angry. Your emotions. What's going on? What's the truth? What is your wife doing that's causing you to be angry? See, the anger is kind of like. Uh, in the engine of your car, you have gauges, the hot gauges going off. Mm-hmm. Uh, when that goes off, you need to hold up for a second. Something's going on in the engine. That gauge is telling you something is going on that you need to deal with. Mm-hmm. But what is it you need to deal with? What's the truth about this situation? And and you need to step back. And, and, and it, you know, when I, when I deal with somebody on this, I'm like, okay, what does God's word say? How are you feeling? Um, what does God, God want you to do with those feelings? Talking about it. Let's talk about it. Let's not act on it. Let's mm-hmm. talk about it. I'm proud of you for sharing with me how you feel. You have some hurt inside of you, some anger going on based on what's happening. Where Have you talked to your wife about what she's doing and how, how that's coming across? And what, what are your beliefs about this? And this is where what getting wise counsel mm-hmm really is important because we're so in it. There's so so much happening that if we just start acting based on our own understanding without getting wise counsel, we can make a huge mess. Mm-hmm. Have you thought through the ramifications of this? Have If you go ahead and do that, what would, let's just back up for a second. Let's start praying. Let's go to the Lord. What, before you start changing your, your wife's behavior or attacking your wife, let's start going to the Lord and bringing your feelings to him. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's a I think that's a great example because you're saying first before uh, you get into a conversation, you're going to go disciple somebody. Be sure that you're rooted with what God is doing with you and your emotions and your own thought life and what you consider the truth. And really, that's just the way you feel. You're actually you're actually getting yourself uh, a foundation, a base uh, to know who you are, know who you are in Christ before you go talk to that other person. That way, when the guy that you're talking to, your example is this guy that is upset with his wife, then you don't get swept up into the, yeah, I feel that way about my wife. And pretty soon you're not helping the guy out. And yeah. it's like the scenario of um, the guy's drowning. You jump out there uh, to save him. And, it, and it, because they're flailing so much, you end up now two people are drowned. Right. Uh, it's the same yeah. thing with emotions. If you're not if you're not uh, ready to go before the conversation and have spent the time and know, um, you know, essentially what the pathways of your own mind are that you automatically go to without almost thinking because they're a habit. They're they're They are being broken into because you're finally letting truth into your own yeah. life. And that would be. Yeah, there's a couple of things there that you said that are really important to point out. First, when I am ministering to somebody else, Mm -hmm. first, their thoughts and their feelings uh, are not, I I don't go, well, this is how it really is because they're thinking and feeling this way. Mm -hmm. Here's what I know. Uh, Based on our own belief systems and the things that go on in our own life, we interpret things in a specific way. Mm -hmm. So if I've only heard half the truth... 
I don't know the whole truth, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if I don't know what's, if I'm not there and I'm not, uh, uh, one of the mistakes Christians make all the time is, is hearing from one side of it and believing that's the truth. Mm-hmm. So as one who's standing outside of it, it'd be possible for me to go, yeah, that sounds like what's going on in my own life. And, and that sounds like, and then jump on the bandwagon and go, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't have to put up with that. And, mm-hmm. and uh, they shouldn't be doing this. And no, it's like, first of all, I, I'm going to listen. I'm, I'm not even going to lean on my own understanding about their situation. I'm going to mm-hmm. go, okay, what is God saying here? What does scripture say? Uh, what is their part? To t- and, and, and the biggest thing I would say to people is, you know, when, when uh, somebody tells me that their wife is doing something uh, and it's making you mad and, 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 and it's making you do this or do that, one of the things that I've always, and I got this from the guy who discipled me, my dad, he said, Jim, no one can make you act like an idiot. They can only uh, expose that you are one. Mm-hmm. They can only reveal that you are one. When they do something, that pushes my buttons and I get angry and act like an idiot. They didn't make me act like an idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's in me just came out. Mm-hmm. They shook me up and what's in me like a Coke. What's in me just came out. Mm-hmm. It just exposed me for being angry or uh, insensitive or whatever. Now I've got to deal with my own part of that. They may have to deal with their own part of it, but I got to deal with my own part of it. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I, I say, okay, so tell me what happened. Tell me what part you did. Tell me what that looked like. Okay, well, you think that was the right way to handle it? Well, she did. You know, mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. Don't tell me what she did. The scripture says we're not just kind to people who are kind to us. We're kind to those who aren't kind to us. So tell me about your walk with Jesus. Because uh, the behavior, the anger, the frustration, the emotion wasn't godly. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I've been there. I've done that. And I can blame my wife for it or I can go, there's something going on in me. Me and the Lord got to go work on me and on me first, mm-hmm. and 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 then I'll go. Okay, now wait a second though. What about that situation? Let's talk about what caused. Well, my wife doesn't respect me, so you're interpreting her behavior as a lack of respect. Do you think mm. she would interpret it that way? Yes. Well, have you asked her, or did you accuse her? Did you just blow up? Why did you interpret that as a lack of respect? Mm-hmm. It, it usually comes down to a belief system they have that came from somewhere, some past experience. This pushed a button. And so what we've got to do is go, hold on. I'm not saying emotion is bad. I'm saying God made us with emotion, but we need to test our emotions. We need to go, what's really going on inside of me before I act? Because if I just start acting without going to God's word, without going to the Holy Spirit, without getting wise counsel, without doing those things, I just perpetuate this ongoing process of emotion and anger and you know, tit for tat. Mm-hmm. And, and it just leads further down a road that leads to brokenness. Mm-hmm broken relationships, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, lack of growth in our, ourselves and the other people. Yeah. So, uh, the, uh, if you're, if you're able to, uh, manage and, and manage, you know, I think we've broken that down on, th- that means a lot, mm-hmm. but, but I think you've also illustrated that if you're not doing it and not abiding, that you're really putting yourself in, in, harm's way and could be doing some real critical damage to other relationships that you're that you have or maybe even try and uh disciple 
Yeah, I, I, this is something I really believe. That abiding relationship with Jesus. And what I mean by that is, I'm going to his word. His word is a light into my path. All scripture is God-breathed. It's useful for training and teaching, correcting and righteousness, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to God's word. It's a, it's a double-edged sword. It's the sword of the spirit. I'm working through what's going on in me. What's What does God's word say about these things? If I'm not doing that and allowing the Holy Spirit to reveal to me the truth, uh, working in me, uh, in the brokenness in my own heart, mm-hmm. then when a new experience comes out or comes my way, I behave in a way that isn't the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, mm-hmm. kindness, goodness. I, I behave in a way I make decisions not based on God's word mm-hmm. and God's wisdom. Uh, that tells me something about me. And if I'm not abiding, I don't, I miss that. Mm-hmm. I, I will make decisions based on my own understanding. I will make decisions based on my emotion and, and, uh, typically then uh, that that starts kind of a domino effect in my life. And it usually if I'm if I don't catch it early, then then the detour I just got off on goes a long ways down there. And that's a lot of wasted time into territory I don't want to be in that affects other people. Well, it makes it's the difference between uh, disciples of Jesus and making disciples of Jim. Yeah. Because you're not t- you're not tied to Jesus Well, as a parent, let's say. Yeah. If I'm making emotional decisions not based on God's word and the decisions I'm making are affecting my wife and my kids. And I go out on a detour. I'm taking them out on a detour with me. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm out in a, I've wasted time and I'm in the wrong spot and they have to go along for the ride. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't just affect me in my decision. It it affects others with the decisions that I make. And if I decide to live in the flesh, anger, malice, you know, paranoia, fear, frustration, guilt, shame, all those things, that plays out in my relationships. Mm-hmm. It affects my wife. It affects how I deal with her. How, and then that, that, that affects how she deals with me. It affects my kids. By abiding in Christ, testing my thoughts and my, my um, emotions based on the word of God, allowing the Holy Spirit to redirect me, challenge me, having people in my life are going, whoa, 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 hold on a second. Mm-hmm. This tempers, uh, I wouldn't say, you know, somebody said in one of the life groups that I'm saying we should suppress our feelings. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a difference between suppressing our feelings and repressing our feelings. Mm -hmm. Repressing means I push them down. I don't deal with them. And and sooner or later, they they only so much can go in there and it blows. Mm -hmm. Suppressing means I don't just give into it. Uh, I think about a, a gun, a suppressor for a gun, right? Uh, it makes the sound uh, less, mm-hmm. but the air still comes out. It just comes out in a different way. Mm-hmm. Whereas you take the, the suppressor off and now the noise is really loud, really scary, right? I, I think about looking at my emotions and going, what does it look like to think through this and not give? Scripture says that a fool gives full vent to his anger. Mm-hmm. Okay, so anger can be a good thing. It can motivate us in the right way. The Bible says anger isn't sin. It says, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, giving into your anger. Uh, The worldly anger doesn't lead to the righteousness that God's God requires. There is a righteous anger, Mm -hmm. doing being angry but having it motivate us in the right way. Uh, A negative anger destroys stuff. Mm-hmm. And and so what does it look like to go, no, I want to look at my emotions. I want to deal with them correctly. I'm not going to assume I feel a way, therefore it's true. 
and I'm going to walk through that. That's part of discipleship, and that affects every sphere of our life. That was really good, Jim. I, one of the things I was curious about uh, when you used this model during your sermon was, uh, and maybe I missed it, but you talked about it looked like uh, it looks like an iceberg, but it's a triangle, and you, it looks like there's more going on. How does how does yeah. the emotions and how we're discipling people how how does uh, how does that interact for you? Yeah, it, it, I didn't get to that part. And over the series, I will. The problem uh, for, for just when we just monitor the behaviors, mm-hmm. uh, that's the top of the iceberg. There's a water line there. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I don't really know what's going on underneath for people. Because there's such a lack mm-hmm. of community, uh, wise counsel, uh, People are kind of individuals and they keep everything, especially men in particular, Mm -hmm. everything below the behavior is kind of off limits. Mm -hmm. What do you really believe? What do you really, you know, why are you feeling what you're feeling? All of a sudden, either people don't, they're like a duck on top. They have no emotions, Mm -hmm. but down below, they're just moving. Mm -hmm. There's all this stuff going on. And and those are the kind of people that all of a sudden do something crazy, like a suicide Mm -hmm. that nobody saw coming because no one's talking with them about their emotions. No one's talking with them about uh, their belief systems that may be incorrect. The devil's working. The the devil loves to isolate you so he can mess with you in your brain. Mm -hmm. No one, no, when you don't deal with conflict, when you don't have a relationship where you can actually talk through these things, it's just in your own mind. And the devil loves that to play in the recesses of your Mm -hmm. mind. Um, And so if I understand that there's a lot more going on in someone's life, then I can do a couple things. First, in my own life, I'll talk about what's going on, and that actually changes behavior Mm -hmm. Uh, rather than just focusing on the behavior. Like when you're parenting your kids, stop the behavior. No, you got to get down to why are they doing that? What are Mm -hmm. they believing? We got to deal with that and create an atmosphere where people can talk about stuff rather than just punish behavior. So as I'm, I guess to, to kind of sum it up, I would say uh, to understand that that when somebody acts in a specific way, it comes from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Rather than judging them, which then leads to more isolation. Right. What does it look like to give them grace to go? What's really going on under there? Mm-hmm. And even in my own life, what's going on when my, when I act a specific way and, uh, and my emotions are driving these things? What's going on underneath the waterline? Mm-hmm. What are what am I really believing? What does the devil convince me of? Some of the things that I really believe is that true. I was thinking about, you know, just the analogy I used last week about I was really upset mm-hmm. and I felt betrayed. I felt lied to. I felt disrespected, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I was amped up, mm-hmm. amped up. And I, I have a safe enough relationship with people to go. I'm just really ticked off. I'm really mm-hmm. upset. And people love me enough to listen and they go, well, Jim, let me ask you a question. Is what you're believing about what they were doing or meant to do, do you think that's true? Mm-hmm. Do you think they really were thinking that? And, and, and what about this is really upsetting you? What are you believing? And are you bringing God into the equation? Now, they didn't just, it wasn't just one question after another, but over time, right. Right. they're making me think through, am I... It, my emotions are coming from certain beliefs. Are those beliefs even true? Did they purposely do this or was it an accident? And am I interpreting it wrongly? Because mm-hmm. in my mind, I got conclusions. Mm-hmm. 
That's why I'm acting, asking, uh, uh, acting the way I am. And, and it's accusatory. These other people did it because of this. Right. Well, are you sure of that? Because I was sure. Mm-hmm. They started asking me good questions. And I was like, wait a minute. You're right. I've concluded some things. Now, again, in some in that case, I'd already behaved in some ways that wasn't that didn't lead to positivity mm-hmm. and restoration. I had behaved in some ways that came across abrupt, uh, angry, uh, accusatory. Mm-hmm. And so I had to go back and go, wait a second. I didn't come in curious. Mm-hmm. There's things I'm believing that are not true. I need to work on some stuff and I need to go back to them and ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you you. You cut the wrong color wire. Sometimes you cut the red wire. You like the bomb you're using. That's a great analogy. Oh, even me, especially me. uh, I can get, if I get in the wrong place, Mm -hmm. I got to have people around me that it's okay to talk about. That's the culture. And it's okay to to challenge me. And, you know, one of my favorite verses is wounds of a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. I want my friends to feel free to go, wait a second. I'm not sure that's true. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I agree with that. Let's let's pray about that. Would you be willing to ask some more questions? Would you be willing to? And I'm like, and, and sometimes I push back. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I know it's true. Okay, well, not sure that I know. I just asked you to pray about it. Right? You may be right, but but I'm not sure you are right. And secondly, even if you are right, you're acting as though this is the cat's already out of the bag, and God can't intervene and make something else out of this. Where's God in this equation? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, it's a great model because, um, you know, now now that I understand what you're saying, I, it's a great model because the reality is if if uh, I'm I'm only you know in my own life with what God's doing in me, I'm only at surface issues. You know, going through the motions. I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. getting below the waterline mm-hmm. on this iceberg where the where the things that can damage. Uh, myself and other people are sitting, well, then I'm never going to get better. I'm never going to grow as a disciple. And the same goes for the people that you were talking to and you're in your illustration. They could have just gone, you know, you, as you were uh, talking about how you were upset about this, they could have gone, yeah, that, that makes yeah, they sense. They could have backed my play. Yeah. And then you, you are just as you're just surfacy on the whole situation. Haven't, haven't changed at all. And, and really you're not any closer to uh, God and they're not either uh, as far as being a disciple of Christ. Yeah, it leads to brokenness, mm-hmm. right? But here's the deal. The Bible says, blessed are the peacemakers. These guys saw their view is to go, hey, I want it, I want what God wants here. I want to be a peacemaker. I don't want to pour gasoline on the flames. But at the same time, if he's right, mm-hmm. even if he's right, his emotions seem to be out of control about it. So you can be right about something, but do the wrong thing because of your emotions yeah. being out of control. And the scripture says a wise man does not give full vent. Okay, so what? why is his emotions so amped up here? What is he believing here? Uh, that 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 God, if God's in this, God works out all things for good mm-hmm. for those who love God and called according to his purpose. This isn't out of control to the point God can't. Re- so what is he believing? And, and helping me walk through that so that I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm not saying suppress your emotions. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying deal with them, challenge them, mm-hmm. ask deeper questions. Mm-hmm. 
Otherwise, otherwise you're a danger to yourself and other people, and you're certainly not discipling them. That's right. Uh, this is a great topic, Jim, and I, I think it's going to be a great series. And uh, we are going to, uh, just so you can hear the sermon, we are going to add the links uh, to uh, this podcast for the sermons and also the illustration we've been talking about. So you can look at it. Uh, on your own and uh, and listen and get a full perspective on this topic and uh, just encourage those people that are listening out there to uh, first abide, get a hold of their emotions, what's the Lord doing with you, and then uh, ask a few more questions when you're in relationship with other people and don't take things uh, on the surface. Thank you for joining us on the Real Life Discipleship Podcast, where we want you to remember discipleship is simple. It's just not easy.